Hello, hello, this is Ali Tedlawi. Welcome to another Talk To Me About Food audio blog post. I've had this story on the back burner for a couple of months because I wanted to share it at Halloween. Much to their surprise, a team of plant biology researchers this year grew potatoes that were up to 50% larger by inserting into the potato plant a human gene that codes for obesity. FTO is the name of the protein that does the trick. Plants don't produce it. They have no defense against FTO's programmed instructions that force plant cells to multiply, apparently. One of the researchers called this protein manufacturing mammalian intruder a bomb. We've been tinkering with plant genetics from the dawn of agriculture to make something not seen, smelled, tasted, or crunched on ever before. Bigger, smaller, hardier, prettier, seedless, pitless, and otherwise neutered. Witness the pluot or apron plum, the tangelo, ugly fruit. Grafting one potato species to another to serendipitously create a Yukon gold or russet on the umpteenth try is one thing. Using nanotechnology to splice nanoscopic human material into a plant gene sequence is the stuff of Dr. Frankenstein. Traditional genetic modification techniques up to now have only managed to increase yields up to 10%, according to an article in Smithsonian Magazine. That was the impetus for this experiment on potatoes and rice, both of which yielded bigger, heavier harvests. But at what cost? They have no idea. Not yet. The scientists admit that this is very preliminary evidence. A lot more needs to be done to unlock the mystery. To be able to consistently replicate this phenomenal burst of growth before figuring out how to scale this up commercially. Should we? Apart from the practical questions this research team and others will investigate is maybe a moral one, to me anyway. Attempting to fuse animal and plant genetic material feels like trespassing, violating natural law that separated the living kingdoms at day zero. A bit like crossing the blood-brain barrier, the tightly plaqued endothelial cells that shield pathogens and toxins from penetrating our brain and spinal cord. I'm not sure I want to find out what myriad things might happen to me if an intruder compromised my blood brain barrier. The food crisis is real. Feeding 10 billion people by 2050 is a daunting task that is motivating researchers and entrepreneurs everywhere to find solutions. Investor money is backing many cell cultivation startups with the hope of creating a market for meat grown outside the animal. Animal flesh fabricated using real beef, poultry, pig, or fish cell tissue as a kernel around which more cells multiply and adhere through fermentation. You can now buy cultivated or cell-based chicken nuggets in Singapore. Others are working on additional ways to create more and more plentiful sources of good nutrition with less. Less environmental stress of animal-based agriculture and less waste, among other things. Cheese made from protein that's derived from cow-produced dairy protein. Eggs made from mung beans and some magic. And now, 
Maybe one day monster potatoes muscled up on a human protein that reprograms its not fully understood inner workings. What could go wrong? Well, the potato's immune system collapses in the face of an as yet undiscovered pathogen. The Irish potato famine all over again. The FTO potato starts adopting other human traits, physical and otherwise. Their eyes start bulging, hair sprouts, ears emerge. Before you know it, you have a field full of squabbling Mr. and Mrs. Potato Heads that don't get along with all the others. The potatoes get aggressive. Cannibalism takes root. Before long, FTO potatoes turn their violence on other plant species. They develop a taste for the flesh of other root vegetables. Carrots quake. Turnips tremble. Pause. What if by beefing up the potato's capacity to grow, the tubers draw all the life-permitting resources away from everything else in the field? Well, there goes diversity and production yield gains. Maybe the potato develops a capacity to alter the genetic code of surrounding organisms, rending the soil infertile and silencing, decimating the intricate mycelium network that connects all plant and fungi life underground. We are umbilically connected to that network, too. Or, maybe we'll only have to contend with competitive fairness questions. Will FTO pumpkins be allowed to compete in the same category as non-FTO pumpkins that have only been lovingly nurtured with a secret fertilizer sauce and a serendipitous blend of sun and rain? Happy Halloween.